What's going on, Mosh Pit crew? Welcome to Geeking Out with the Metal Geek. I'm your host, the Metal Geek, and I have one thing to say. Welcome to the Geek Pit. Now, this guest, he is a former VPW champion. Let's give a warm Geeking Out welcome to Pretty Boy Johnny Collins. I can hear the applause. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, wait, actually, we have applause back here. You have applause? You have 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 sound effects? I might have some applause. I might have some. You never know. No, I don't. I thought I thought I did. Don't worry. I'll clap for myself. I'll clap for myself. What's up, man? Yeah. I'm doing good. Doing good. So, yeah. Good. Welcome. Thanks for accepting the invite to the show, by the way, Johnny. Of course. Of course. You send invitations. I receive them. And I say. mm -hmm. Or Geek would play like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock on. Rock on. (laughs) So the the first thing. uh, Here he is right now. Hey. What's up, Ryan? Hey Ryan, 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 do you like my uh, do you like my Triple H Big Gulp? I'm I'm currently drinking Trips. Trips. He tastes good. The King of Kings, right there. Not that. <laughs> What's up? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was just about to say the King of Kings, right there. You know. Yes. And yes. Yeah. And before we get started, I just have a huge announcement that Ryan Dust will be on the podcast tomorrow night. So for those who are listening right now, Ryan Dust will be making an appearance on Geeking Out. Yeah, so, Ryan. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. So, Johnny, anyway, first things first, how did you get your start in the wrestling business? Um, I, so it, uh, let's see. I did backyard wrestling for a while. So that wasn't uh, obviously like my my start as a professional wrestler, but my roots in pro wrestling and and my roots for like the love of pro wrestling goes way back to um, when I was, you know, messing around on the trampoline with my friends. Um, And then when I was 17, I got trained by a guy named Joe Ocasio. You might know him. Um, He's kind of all over uh right now doing all sorts of stuff um but he trained me uh i had my first match when i was a senior in high school i was 18 years old beat private party for the tag team championships wow. and the rest is kind of history um i had no business being in there at 18 with them but uh i did it and i never looked back it was it was really a, a a lot of fun it was really um pretty cool experience yeah so so you, you got your start uh by watching joe acasio i mean he's he's killing it right now with uh was it uh was championship wrestling entertainment right correct yeah i actually uh, i believe hosted their first show yeah it was i was the yeah you know i like to think of myself as like the miz no totally kidding um i i did like the announcing and and stuff like that 
Um, yeah, he's he just won the the championship there. Um, but besides that, he's been in like NWA and he's done like all elite stuff and he's been around. He's been around. So he trained me. Yeah, and, and that's such a great idea. Um, uh, I mean, to have wrestling in a theater, I don't think that's been done before. To my knowledge, <clears throat> excuse me. To my knowledge, no. Uh, this is like, I I told him at the end of that show that this, the the championship entertainment theater is probably the most unique concept I've ever seen. Um, and for those that don't know, basically it's like um, medieval time style where when you buy your ticket, you are put in a, um, a, a colored section. So you might be in red, blue, uh, yellow, green, and depending on what color section you're in is what wrestler you cheer for because that wrestler will come out wearing, you know, the corresponding gear. And it's such a fun thing. Like, I, at first, I did not understand how this was going to work. I was like, mm, I don't know about this. I'm a believer. I think it's great. And I think that everybody should go to at least one if you're uh, in New York because it's it's a really uh, – it's a fun time. It's, it's a really fun time. Yeah, I mean, there's basically no heroes and faces. Like, the dynamic is so different now. There's a different colored sections now instead of there being a story between – a good guy versus a bad guy. There's different teams now, which is very different now. Yeah, you know, it really. I, I found that the the audience was really very into it. You know, they they really latched on to the color concept, and uh, it was really it was a very cool thing. Um, a lot of a lot of really really uh, talented guys were on the first show, and um, who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll hop in the ring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so who is like some of your inspirations to become a professional wrestler? The guy that you saw and said, "I want to do this." Um. So originally, uh, my my mom got me into wrestling, so I always credit inspiration to her. But as far as like you're asking about like a, a wrestler that I saw and was like, "Oh, yep, yeah, I want, yeah, I want to yeah. be like him." Yes. <laughs> this is like. Uh, Kind of a random answer. Paul London. Do you remember Paul, Paul London's London? awesome. Paul so London's awesome. But... I, I watched a match. He was the first match I ever saw. I think it was him versus Billy Kidman for the Cruiserweight Championship. And I remember he came out with the fur jacket. That was sort of where I got the inspiration to wear, you know, the fur gear and all that. Um he came out with the fur jacket. He had the mask on. He was the champion. And he would do like his entrance was like he would go on the uh, the top rope and he would do like a backflip off the top rope. And I remember watching him and being like, wow, I, I like him. Like there's something about him. So believe it or not, Paul London was the first guy that I saw that I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to I want to do that. I want to do that. And then fun fact later. Much later, um, when I was, you know, so I started watching wrestling when I was uh, six years old. And <laughs> I, I, you know, I saw the thing with Paul London. And then um, I'm 18 years old. Fast, fast forward to when I'm 18. I was at a, um, a, a Warriors of Wrestling show. I was on the show and Paul London was on the show. 
So I was like, oh, I feel like I, I like I gotta say something to him. Like he literally was my inspiration. I didn't even have to say anything to him. Dude makes a beeline right for me, and he shakes my hand and gives me a hug. I have never met this man before in my life. And I look at him and I'm like, hey, man. And he's like, dude, what's up? How you been? So he must have thought I was somebody else. But I was like loving it. I was like, oh, my goodness. And I looked at him and I'm like, we never met before. He's like, really? Really? No, I feel like I feel like we know each other. He's probably like ribbing me. But it was a really kind of cool experience. And then I did end up telling him, you know, hey, man, like, I, I watched, you know, like the first match I ever saw was with you and, you know, you were a big inspiration to me and, um, long story short, Paul London and I are BFFs. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Paul London is such an underrated wrestler. It's unbelievable because I remember way back then, even before he made it to WWE watching his matches with Brian Danielson and watches his matches with Samoa Joe and yeah. and his match with AJ Styles had me hooked. Dude, like Back next then. level stuff, like next level stuff. Like I remember I was always very into like the more like like unique guys and like the really like charismatic guys, like the guy that's guys that came out with like different gear. Like I was a big Jeff Hardy fan and um like so guys like that I was always drawn to and I just remember seeing Paul London and I was like and that was before I really knew anything about wrestling. I just was like fixated on like his presentation. And I just, it, it was cool. It was cool how it kind of came full circle. Yeah. So it, um, what would you say your favorite, favorite Paul London matches are? My favorite, say that again. Well, Paul London matches. What would you say your favorite Paul oh, London matches are? Um, I, honestly, I loved, I, I loved his, his thing with uh, um, Billy Kidman. I thought that that was um, a, a really fun rivalry. I loved when he teamed with uh, Brian Kendrick. I, I remember when they were the tag champs. I don't know if I have like an exact match that is my favorite. Honestly, probably by default, since it was the first one I ever saw, him versus Billy Kidman for the Cruiserweight title. That That's probably the one that I would say. And it was on SmackDown. Um wasn't like a pay-per-view or anything. It was, it was on SmackDown in yeah. like 2005 yeah. or 2006. Yeah. You, you talk about uh, Paul London back, back then. I mean, do you, I mean today, today, if like, cause WWE likes to focus on like the smaller guys, do you think Paul London would get over more today than he would like 10 years ago? That's a great question. Cause you know what? Like I, I feel like Paul London even though he was a smaller guy, I feel that he was extremely over. You know, he was he was one of the top cruiserweights. And honestly, he was probably the top babyface that WWE had at that point for a really long time. Like, it was so difficult to hate him. Nobody wanted to hate Paul London. So I, I don't know. That's, that's an interesting question. I mean, I feel like, um, you know, the only way to sort of see if he would – get more over now is if he was on television now. Um, but I mean, I, I would say that Paul London was, was always uh, definitely like an over kind of talent um, when he was, when he was wrestling for sure. Yeah. Cause you, cause you have guys like Seth Rollins who, who him and Rollins could just tear it up in the match. 
Yeah, that would that'd be a fun match. I would I would like to see that. I would. I you would have AJ Styles, you know. Yes. You have guys yeah. like Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. So I mean, what about I like if? How about Mustafa Ali? That would be a fun guess, match as well. I guess Paul London. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Someone put me in charge of, of booking. Just kidding. I don't want that put, responsibility. <laughs> you could be the Paul Heyman of WWE. There you go. Hi, Serena. What's going on? She writes, Paul London was great and such a high flyer, but I feel a lot of people forgotten about him. Uh, I, You know what? I, he, I think it goes back to what you said before, Geek, that he's like underrated. You know, I, I doubt, mm-hmm. did you expect me to say Paul London was the guy that got me like to be inspired to be a wrestler? Probably not. Right. So yeah, look at this. Yeah, We're having like a 15 minute conversation about, about Paul, Paul London. London. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not, he's not that underrated. If I think he's, he's that good and he's great. The he's matches. Great. And you know what? He's a nice guy too. So that's that's really what I give a shit about. He's just a nice person. Another great match from Paul London. I recommend you watch. I don't know if you've seen it. Paul London versus Michael Sheen in a unsanctioned match. I have not seen that one. You have to see this match from Ring of Honor. Inter- very interesting. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to send me that. Uh, Paul London, Michael Sheen. Poland versus Samoa Joe. Yeah, that is Poland and Poland and Brian Danielson probably, and, and and Poland and AJ Styles are matches you have to see. Yes, yes, yes. Those are those are those are my those are my favorite personal favorite Poland matches. But you know, can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with any any PL match. So so John Johnny, uh, who are some of your dream opponents? You'd say. Um, hmm. so on, on the independent circuit right now, yeah. um, let's see. I don't know, man. That's a great question. I've wrestled, I've had, I've had the, the privilege of wrestling a a lot of people, but, oh, I'm, I'm thinking of some, some guys that I would want to wrestle. Um, Let's see. Even though we're in a team, Steve Somerset, Steve Azure, who else? Those are those are like my best friends in the business. So of course I'd wanna I'd wanna like kind of get in there with them. Dante uh, Drago, who I I have not wrestled. I've wrestled with him, but I've never wrestled against him. Um, Phil Cardigan. Phil Cardigan for sure, and I. What is that? Four? Those are my top four. Those are my top yeah. four. Steve Somerset, Steve Azure. Um, who else did I just say? Dante and uh, Phil Cardigan. Yeah. Who would you team with? Would you team with Bryce again or? Uh... Hell no. <laughs> You're done with that. No, I, <laughs> I would throw that one. <laughs> I would I team. Who would you want to see me team with? How about that? Who would you want? Who would? Who? All right. Here's the question: Who would everyone in the chat? Who would you like to see Johnny Collins team with? And I'll let you know who I would like to see Johnny team with. Yeah. Because I would. I want to think outside the box here. 
I think you and a Joey Conway t- tag team would be really good. Interesting. I I have I have someone in my head who I want to team with. We teamed once, and it was quite possibly the most fun I've ever had in a ring ever. Uh, should I say it, or should I wait? Should I wait for responses, or should I say it? I'm waiting for responses right now. All right, and then I'll say. It. I was, uh, I was gonna say we can't forget about Phil. <laughs> yeah, Phil. <laughs> Woo! We have to, we have to see a Johnny Collins and Phil match now, man. Right? Yeah, this, this we. Match we has, this. We got to square overdue. off. Yeah, we got to square off. I have no beef with Phil Cardigan, by the way. Um, but we could create some. Damn it. Um. <laughs> I stole his creamer from his coffee. Um, <laughs> we uh, we wrestled briefly um, in the, the Gold Rush Rumble this year, actually. But it was like a quick, it was like a quick sort of altercation. And then Bufa came in and tried to kick my head off. It really was unpleasant. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was fun. I, I would love to wrestle Phil for sure. Another one, I uh, honorable mention. I would like to see uh, Johnny Collins and Evil Kip as a tag team for some reason. I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you who I want. I would want a team with Ryan Galeone. Oh man, that's that's right there. Ryan Galeone. BP. We we teamed. He was, if you remember, he was the uh, third member, the third honor- honorary member of Pretty Likeable. Um, mm-hmm. He took Steve Azure's place because Steve Azure was doing a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan Galeone was the third member of Pretty Likeable, and we had so much fun. We had so much fun. So I would love to team with Ryan Galeone. I, I enjoyed Ryan in that sweater vest. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> that, was, that was actually fun. Dude, he is he is dreamy. Yeah, Ryan Galeone's amazing. He was just <laughs> in, actually in the Psycho Circus, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, he just made an appearance in the Psycho Circus. It was was amazing. Nice, nice, very yeah, good. So he was a surprise appearance, by the way. Damn, he just he's surprising everybody. He was the Surprise member, pretty likable. Surprise uh, opponent in Psycho Circus. Yeah, he's all over. <laughs> yeah, Serena says she would love to uh, see Pat Fitzpatrick from BPW team up from NYWC. She would like to see the Big O or a uh, Jorge Labestia. Give me Big O. Big O. Give me Big O. <laughs> Dr. Cool or Eric James. There's a match right Interesting. there. Interesting. Interesting. Wait. As a tag team? As a tag, as a tag team, team or, or opponent? Come on, Ryan. Hello, Dominic. Someone What's Dominic up? just said hello. I'm back. Hello. Where did you go, Dominic? I would like to know. I miss Ryan. He should come back. I second that. Mm-hmm. Ryan should come back. We all miss Ryan. Tag. You know? Tag. Yeah, we miss Ryan. 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 Leo Sparrow's another one. 
I would love there to see you face Leo Sparrow. I, you know what? I hate lettuce. Fun fact. I absolutely hate lettuce. I don't eat salad. Uh, I, I eat healthy. I just don't eat salad. So I think that, um, Leo and I have our beef right there. He's mad. He's, mm -hmm. he would probably be very upset at me that I don't like my, uh, my salad, my greens. And that's okay. Sorry. I, I get mad at greens too. So don't feel yeah. bad. I like asparagus. You know, you want to throw asparagus at me? Fine. Throw a piece of lettuce at my face. Now we got a problem. There's the, there's the match right there. Book it. BPW. I, I see. I, I see Johnny taking the er title from Eric. Oh, burn, Serena, burn. There's a lot of people I like to take the title from Eric. Like, like Jack, like Jackie Poo. Jack, Jack. Oh man, crybaby, crybaby, right there. Who oh. keeps saying he's got shadow man? Hey man, he did. It happened to me, bro. They did try to shadow ban you, though, right? Yeah, they did. I mean, and they're they're they literally did. repeating history, so that's why I I tweeted Jack. I don't know if you saw it. I was like, "Hey man, you'll be fine." I was the I was their champion, and they didn't promote me, so <laughs> you'll be okay. Not only that, they 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 kept making you face the same opponent after you beat them. It's true. It's true. This is true. It it it's like because they didn't trust that because they kept saying, "Oh, it's like because they kept thinking, oh, we're gonna get this guy the title off him." And they, some conspiracy. and they couldn't. They literally couldn't do no. it. Why couldn't they do it, Metal Geek? Tell me why they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it because Johnny Collins is money right there. Because the, the whole crowd. All right, can we talk about that for a minute? When sure. Johnny Collins won the title at BPW, everyone was chanting, "We want Johnny!" Even before Johnny came out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how does it feel being the heel? in this match and people chanting, we want Johnny. Dude, you know what? It wasn't even about like being a heel or being a baby face. For me, it was like the crowd just like, they just appreciated what I was doing. And that's all I ever mm -hmm. wanted. Mm -hmm. I didn't care if people liked me, if they didn't like me, whatever. Cause at, when I came back for in like the, the, you know, post kind of COVID era of victory pro wrestling, I wasn't a character. I was me. Sure. I like dressed up a little bit extravagant and whatever, but I, ultimately I was me. So the way I am, and like, you know, me, the way I am is if, if you're cool with me, I'm cool with you. If you don't like me, that's fine. I don't like you, you know? So like, that was the, the whole Johnny Collins persona moving forward was like, Listen, man, I'm just going to work my ass off and be at the top of the company because that's where I deserve to be. And uh, for whatever reason, VPW didn't want me there. Um, they didn't see me as their guy. And I uh, took great pleasure in winning the belt and shoving it up their ass, <laughs> to be completely honest with you. So um, I actually, when I was in the back and I heard everybody screaming and, and yelling for Johnny Collins. I, I, I was yelling at the owner of the company saying, do you hear that? Do you hear that? You don't want me to win the belt, but I am making you money, cash money, honey. That's where the cash money, honey thing came from was I felt that I was, you know, putting, uh, uh, 
people in the seats. Um, and I'm sure if you ask the majority of the fans why they came to VPW, it was to see Johnny Collins and the Even Stevens. Um, they didn't care about a lot of the other guys that were on the show, but they cared about the three of us. So that's sort of um, how that whole cash money, honey thing came to be. And that's really like, I, I, I honestly, when I heard everyone, you know, chanting for me, whatever, I was like, you're damn right. You're damn right. They're chanting for me because they know I'm going to entertain them. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. everybody kept I... their game up. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They were chanting. We want Johnny right before, even even before you even step foot in the ring. Yeah, and I, I think, remember. I think they did at the beginning sorry. of the show, as soon as the show opened. <laughs> so yeah. they were doing that all night. I, I remember those lines were ridiculous too to get into the building too. Mm. They they got and they got worse as you got that title opportunity too. Because yeah, I remember, it seems like every everybody sorry. wanted to see me win. You know, it was cool. I remember, I remember during the start of the pandemic. The BPW, I, I I can't blame them because you know the pandemic and everything, stuff a lot of stuff was shut down. Yeah, and then you cut that promo, I believe on I think it was on Coach, was it Coach? Coach's dad. It was on. His I dad. believe <laughs> it was on his dad. You cut it right on his dad. That place went nuts for that promo. And they're like that was one of the best promos I think I've seen in BPW. Yeah. Oh well, that means a lot to me. Thank you. I I appreciate that. Um. I don't think Coach's dad appreciated it, but uh, something had to be done, man. Coachy wasn't Coachy wasn't taking me seriously, but after that, he kind of started paying attention to me. So, and now, and now, Coach is retired. And then, so it's on him. Yeah, you you were the man that had to retire, Coach Mamone, right there. So the man I'm talking to right now, he, he retired, Coach. But anyway, how did how does it feel to actually have the last match with coach Mamone and an honest question. Yeah, it was, um, honestly, dude, it was, it was heavy, like for sure. Um, you know, it's no secret coach and I are our best friends. He's like a brother to me. Uh, we, we started in this whole wrestling thing around the same time. We've shared a lot of, uh, really like important, sort of moments with each other you know we've traveled everywhere together um yeah he's like he's like an older brother to me so it was probably one of the coolest things that i've ever done in my career and um you know just just to be able to kind of like be the one to put the bow on his career at the end of it like for the two of us to sort of have that program together it really like it's not something i took lightly and I think, um, you know, he would say the same, that it was like just such a, such a surreal thing. Like it was really, um, it was very, it was, it was a really very cool moment. Um, and I'm honored to have been the one to kind of, you know, be in there for his last match. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy for sure. I, I was going for you during that match. Cause I wanted you to keep that belt. But at the same time, I didn't want to see Coach retire. You know what I mean? And it was kind of a, sa- a sad moment for me. You know? Dude, I didn't but want to I see I... retire. <laughs> what? No. I, mean, I was wrestling him. Yeah. What's up? I was saying I didn't want to see Coach retire, and I was wrestling him. Yeah. 
it was such a like sad moment for a lot of people you know what i mean but you know yeah i i, I, I and i didn't i sorry what were you gonna say no i didn't want to see you lose the belt either i didn't want to lose the belt so, so i was like oh no it's like it's a double-edged sword now what do we do here right <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was um it was hard and you know what looking back I think I said this in another interview, maybe, maybe with Papa Dank, but it's true. And I'll, I'll say it every chance uh, I, I get to, I wish that I sort of saw things differently at that point. Um, and I was just, I was so happy that I retained the, the, the strap. That was all I cared about. Looking back, I wish that I was able to sort of put that aside go back out into the ring and just give him a hug. Um, that would have been really cool, but it obviously didn't uh, turn out that way. Um, everybody no. else went out there and sort of gave him a send off, which he deserved. So I'm glad that, you know, they were able to do that for him. Yeah. And they, they kept, and they kept it kayfabe, man, keeping it, uh, keeping everyone backstage, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You know, with the, uh, with the, you know, because I mean, like I said, it, it kept you kept it like kayfabe. Uh, um, it was all business in the ring. So yeah, yeah, I um, yeah, I, I we we him and I tried to always keep it as as business as as we could. But yeah, still still a great match. It's still a great rivalry, and so to speak. Uh, you have a, a relationship with the even Stevens. How, how did that relationship come about? Like, how did you guys start working together? So my relationship with Steve Somerset goes way back. Um, I, the first day that I stepped into uh, wrestling school, he was there and him and I sort of hit it off immediately. So our friendship goes, goes way back, probably like seven or eight years um, of, of just, you know, Maybe less, maybe less, but around there. I don't know. It, it goes way back regardless. And um, so he left uh, the, the school that we were at uh, when we first started and he went to create a pro and um, I was also looking to leave and go to create a pro, which I ultimately did. Him and I were at create a pro Steve Somerset and I were at create a pro and in walks Steven Azure and the two of them got, uh, paired together as a tag team. And I don't exactly remember how the idea came about for the three of us to team together, but ultimately the three of us, you know, team together and, um, we're, we're super close. Like, you know, I said, coach is my best friend in the wrestling business. So are those two guys. Um, we're just, uh, the, the dynamic of pretty likable, the three of us works so well because the three of us are legitimately best friends and we're just having a good time when we go out there. So like, you know, when you see the three of us like laughing and like joking around and whatever, like that's all like just the three of us messing around, you know, being, uh, being idiots together. So yeah, it sort of just came about, um, because of, our connection at creative pro yes so so, yeah that's just so awesome you know and um here's here's an oddball question what is your favorite food johnny my favorite food Ooh, oddball question i love that my favorite food is it, it changes 
on a on a month to month basis. Right now, I love burritos. I love burritos, and I love um, a little vegetable on the side. Usually, I'll do like string beans or asparagus. But uh, yeah, I like the burrito because you could just put like everything in it, and it's just amazing. You know. Uh-huh. There's a place actually that that has good Mexican food. It's called yeah. um, it's called uh, it's called Takumi Taco. It's Japanese inspired Mexican food. Really? Yes, it's it's real, really, really good. It's this like is the kind of conversation I want to have. Tell me about this. All right, All right. you want to hear more about it? Okay. Yes. So they're so they're fried tacos. So the taco shells are kind of fried and they're extra crunchier. Wow. Because, like, kind of like you no, know, you know, when you go to like the, the Chinese restaurant and you have the chips and the uh, the duck sauce. Yeah. That's what they serve the tacos in. Really? Yeah. Dude, that's like that's game changing. Where is this place? It's called it's called Takumi Taco. There's a couple in the city. Oh my! Why didn't we do the interview there? Why are we doing the interview virtually? (laughs) Why didn't we do it at this taco place? Come on, man. Man, we should have just done it. Takumi Taco, shout out right now, man. Shout out. Sponsor pod. Get me some food. Support my addiction. Awesome food. Awesome. Uh, There are there. Take you have to look up. this after this interview. You gotta look this place up. I swear, man. Can I this look it up now? Absolute... Can I look it up now? Yeah, what, look it... What's it called? To, to, how do I spell it? Oh, I'll share. I'll screen share it so we could. There we go. So you, the, you can see. Takumi. Takumi. Wait. Takumi Taco. Yeah. Okay. I see it. I'd like to see the. Whoa. Okay, this so is this the place, first, no. that's the first picture that just came up. Look at that. Look at that. Look at okay. that taco right there. Okay, viewers. Okay, viewers. Are you hungry? Because I'm starving. Look at this. Let's share the screen. We can share the screen now. This is this is great. This is this is excellent. There you go. Wow. Look at that place, man. Fired Mexican. Look at those taco shells. You, you can't tell me those taco shells are not, not good, man. You know? I just order the taco shells. <laughs> They're like fried tacos, yeah, basically. That's incredible. Wow. Like, look at how happy that dog looks. That dog <laughs> is like, yes, I am about to feast, and I'm very happy about it. So you got City Field, and then you got four locations in the city right there. Oh my goodness. Well, that's that's great. That's uh that's definitely on my list of, of places. That's a game changing place right there, man. You know? That might change my life. That might they change. They just need life. to open one on Long Island. That's all they need to do is open one. I'm gonna on I'm gonna get go. a date. I'm gonna get a date and I'm gonna I'm gonna take the date to the taco place and I'll I'll show yeah. that date this interview. <laughs> Damn it. I'll say baby girl, check just out like, this interview. Worth every penny. Worth, All right. Worth every penny. That's that's good to know because I will be treating. I will be treating. I You'll like be treating. Gentlemen, I like to think I'm a gentleman. After VPW, Takumi Tacos. So, come on. Anyone? Anyone, yeah. Anyone want to come with me? 
I think that's a no. Nobody in the chat was uh, was enticed by my offer. It's okay. <laughs> I'm used to rejection. I think we talked about it, but she wanted to know. I heard you hosted your first ever wrestling show. Would you host it again? I did host my first wrestling show. Thank you so much, Serena, for bringing that up. Uh, I had so much fun. If you know me, you know that I like to talk and I like to run my mouth. I just was... I, the entire time I was I was talking, the one thing that kind of stunk was the the microphone was not great, so I I ditched it and just started yelling, and everyone loved that. Um, you know we work we work with what we have, but uh, it was a blast. Thank you, Serena, for for asking. I made a video about it if you want to check it out. But um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, if you could get into the ring with anyone from Championship Entertainment Theater, who would it be? Oh, that's tough. How are you going to do that? How are you going to ask me that? Oh, I, I hate to give these lists, right? Because I have like a list of people. But obviously Joe Ocasio is up there because he trained me. The Sicilian Slammer is an absolute lunatic. And I'd like to kind of like try my my uh, my luck with that. I think I'm uh, a lot faster than him and possibly have more brain cells than he does. So maybe I'd be able to win that one. Uh, Alvin, absolute Alvin is there, you know, love to get in there with him. He had a, a, a t-shirt on that said that he likes to cuddle with cats. Um, I don't know why I brought that up. I just felt like I needed to share that with you. Um, <laughs> brother greatness is there. I'd love to wrestle brother greatness. Um, I'm really not answering your question. I'm just giving a really long list of people that I'd like to wrestle. Dixon is there, my former tag team partner. Uh, we have some unfinished business. I beat his ass at uh, the last Lucharito show. Might want to whoop him again. Who knows? You know. So uh, I, I got I got some some scores I want to settle for sure. Um, in the theater in which champions come to entertain. I want to see you and Man Bun Jesus. To be honest with you. Oh, me and Man Bun. Yo, Man Bun. <laughs> yeah, you. I love man. <laughs> he, he's so awesome, man. Yeah. He, Super nice guy too. Yo, he won this battle Royal that, uh, I, I sprung it on the participants when they had their final four. I was like, Hey guys, sorry. Time out. It's a fatal four way match. And they all freaked out. Uh, man, Bun Jesus won. So oh, cool. yeah, he, he, um, I think he wrestled, um, Ocasio in the, the main event on Friday. They do shows weekly, by the way. Um, weekly? They do them weekly? Every Friday night. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't um, know they do them weekly. I, th I thought it was like twice a month or three times. It's a, So it's every single week? Every single week, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's real cool, dude. It's real cool. Everybody... It's a really cool environment. It's a really cool environment. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I don't know. That was my... That was my long list of people I'd like to get in there with. I got to come down to this championship theater entertainment, man. Heck yeah, yeah, it's man. Over there. Yeah, <laughs> it's yo, it's the place to be. And speaking of burritos, they have burritos right next door. So, yeah. It's every Wait, it's every Friday from now throughout the summer. Yeah. Okay, I got it. All right. Yeah, Keith, you were right. Uh, I think they took a break for maybe a, a week um, because it was Memorial Day weekend. 
Yeah. So, Which but it's every, it is every Friday. Yeah. Now it's every Friday. So. Yeah. Come on down, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So, Ryan Dust is like, uh, it's like, I just ate dinner. dinner. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that Ryan Dust, man. He's Bro, so awesome. all yeah. I do is eat. All I do is eat. <laughs> I always think about food. I am always hungry. It's every Friday. But, yeah. Sorry, I was just looking at Serena's comment, but yeah, man. No, I, was, I, 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 had the, I had the wrong one. He's like, you're welcome. I heard from your blog, which everyone was can check out on YouTube. Look at Serena plugging my vlog for me. She's helping out everybody. She's so awesome. She's helping out me. She's helping out Papa Dank. She's helping out Johnny. You know, she's such so such an awesome person. Amazing. You know? Amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. man, I, I had to say about you just hit, was it 60,000 on YouTube, I believe? I think recently. Uh, six, 66,000. 66,000 man you're just killing it on youtube what is your secret and how are you growing so fast on youtube so we i know we we talk about this all the time and i like to be able to sort of give my my perspective on youtube there's no easy way to grow at all like straight up um everybody asks me all the time like what's the secret there is no secret hard work. You have to post constantly. You have to be obsessed with this. Like you have to be okay with making this YouTube thing, your life, right? It can't just be like a hobby where you, you know, post every month or whatever. Like if you want to grow, you know, you, you have to do it regularly. It's, it's like, um, have you ever heard of, I think it's like, it's like the 10,000 hour rule or something like that, where, if you want to be good at something, you have to practice it for at least 10,000 hours to even scratch the surface of any potential that you might have. So I think that the more consistent you are and the more you post, the better results you're going to have. You know, you don't, you don't say that you're going to um, show up to work once a week, right? That doesn't happen. You show up to work every single day, ready to work your ass off. That's how I sort of approach YouTube is, you know, I, I, I work every single day on it. Um, and it's, and it's hard. It's not easy. You know, um, I post, I, I post like five YouTube shorts every single day. I post, uh, anywhere from two to usually two, uh, vlogs per week. And things have been a little bit difficult with my schedule right now. So I've kind of been doing it once a week, but the YouTube shorts thing, that's like five of them every single day, five or six every day. And, um, it's not easy, man. It's not easy. You got to kind of devote yourself to something, um, and just know that the hard work you're putting in will eventually pay off. Yeah. yeah. It's like, for example, I want to see, see if I could dip my toes into different little things. You know what I mean? Like music, wrestling, geek culture, you know, I'm trying all these different things just so, you know, because maybe I want to get a broader audience. And if that makes sense. Yeah, man, that makes perfect sense. You know? And I think too, what's interesting about us as human beings is like, we're not just into one thing, right? Like we, we all have different things that we're into and it kind of like gets me angry when I hear like these, these like YouTubers say, 
oh, find your niche. What does that mean? Like, like, okay, let me just post about one thing for the rest of my life, no matter if I like it or not. That's not like real life. You know, as human beings, we, we change, we grow, we evolve, we, you know, are into different things at different times. Like, so it's very, um, difficult to say like, yeah, just post about one thing. I think that, you know, your YouTube channel and my YouTube channel certainly is a reflection of me as a person, right? Like I've, I've grown and I've changed over the years. And I think that my channel reflects that. And I think that, you know, if, if you're watching me, you sort of can, can watch me grow and you can watch me sort of evolve into the person that I am today, you know? So I think that's awesome, man. I think it's great, you know, to, to try to sort of incorporate, um, different kind of things that you're interested in and, and sort of make one big community where now you're connecting a whole bunch of different people that maybe the musician didn't know anything about pro wrestling, right? Now the musician can check it out, you know? Uh Or the pro wrestling, right? It's like, it's like, okay, you sort of intermingle everything and now everybody's connected. You know, I think the internet has done a lot of really horrible things for people, but it's also done a lot of really great things. And I think that that community sense that you're sort of talking about right now is one of those great things, you know? For for me as a podcaster, I, and I feel, I feel you feel the same way because you're a YouTube content creator and also a wrestler as well, you have different types of communities. You have a content creator community where you're kind of in competition, but you're not really. You're there more to help each other out because that's the only way to grow on YouTube is to help each other out because you never know. That content creator could say, you know what? He helped me out. I'm going to give him this advice. You know what I mean? And you know what I think? I think the whole competition thing is bullshit. The only, th- the only person you should be competing with is yourself, you know? Um, and, and, and you, you should try to outdo yourself. You shouldn't be comparing yourself to other people. I think that that's a really toxic thing to be doing. You know, um, you can look up to other people, right? I think that's a, a really beautiful thing. Having, um, someone to, to look up to and, and sort of model yourself after. But, you know, when you start, this is where the negativity comes in. When you start um, looking at other people, maybe celebrities, whatever, that you're comparing yourself to, a lot of times really bad things come out of that because those you know, influencers, those uh, celebrities, they're showing you the very best part of their life. They're showing you what they want you to see, right? So it's like, that's not healthy, you know? So no. I, think, I think it's really important to sort of pull everybody that's behind you up with you, you know, bring everybody up. Don't, don't bring people down. That's, there's enough negativity out there, man. There's, there's no need to sort of contribute to that, uh, you know, negative outlook that a lot of people sort of subscribe to, you know? And not only that, it's also to not be in competition with people. It's also great because then you have people like Papa Dank and Ryan dust in your chat and and then you could be in their chat. You know what I mean? support each other so that's you don't want to come to that level where you're like okay i'm better than everybody else and then nobody supports you then you get no fanfare yeah i agree i agree with that 100 percent 
that that's why I that's why I just think in my, in, on my personal opinion is that because like you two has such a great community so yeah and I think um you know it's it's um it's it's there you know there's there's the bad part of it right but I think that if you look for the good the good is gonna find you so you know so so I I know I had to bring this up but. What was your opinion on the the mermaid uh, outfit that you wore for your match with Jack? Oh my my gear! There's my actually gear, yeah. there's actually a lot of uh, significant meaning behind that. Believe it or not, the the gear itself. Um, my uh, my my grandpa is a is a big fisherman, and um, yeah. he he's had a really uh, integral part in in my life and and in raising me actually. So, you know, um, a lot of the inspiration for that gear actually came from him and just his fishing background. Um, you know, like the, the, the tights themselves have like, you know, scales on them, like fish, um, the, the, uh, PB logo that, you know, is, is on my, my t-shirt is in uh, fish net on, on the side. And then there's, um, like copper, fish scales i think on the butt that say collins so yeah there's there's a, a deep meaning or a deeper meaning to to that gear than you know what a lot of people uh saw and i never really got to explain that so thank you for for asking me that, yeah. that, was, that was yeah, who designed it who designed it also uh, i did i did i i, oh, I drew it up i drew it up and then i sent it to a uh, gear maker and she made it for me. Um, I don't know if she makes stuff anymore, but um, her name is uh, Ava Ava Bros Bros B R O Z. Um, I, I think it's just called like Bros Bros Design or something like that. But um, she's great, and she um, you know took all the the drawings that I sent to her. And you know, it's funny what I actually used to do when I had my my Xbox working. I would make my gear on the WWE video games so that the gear maker could better like visualize what I drew up because sometimes like, um, and this was when I first started kind of looking into gear makers, they'd be like, I don't understand what you want. And then I, I, you know, found Ava and she automatically was like, yep, got it. No problem. And she was great. So yeah, I can't say enough good things about her. Shouts out to WWE2K, man, for designing, yeah. designing, designing the gear and say, I don't know how to do this. Oh, wait. Now I do. There you yeah. go. This is what I want. I did that, oh, so okay. I did that with um, the, the first gear person that I went back and forth with because they did not understand my drawing that I drew up. And, and okay, not to, not to brag or anything, I'm like a pretty decent artist. I took art all throughout um, – high school and college. So like I could draw, right? Like I could paint, I could draw. Um, so I don't know what the deal was with, with the original gear maker that I had that they couldn't understand what I was. I was just like, okay, well I need to find somebody else. And I did. And, um, then I, I didn't have to resort to going to the WWE 2k, uh, route for, for much longer, but, um, yeah, it was kind of a, kind of a cool little, um, little fun fact. I thought it was no no gimmick gear that made that. I'm like, because she does great work too, as well. 
Yeah, it, it wasn't uh it wasn't her. It was um it was Ava Ava Bros Braz. I'm butchering her name. I'm sorry, Ava. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, she made she did do a killer design anyway. So Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, that she was a kill that was a her. Yeah, killer design. And anyway, I think you should just bring it back just because Little Mermaid is such a big hit right now. Actually, I'm wearing it right now. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) There you go. Um, Because Lisa Aron wants to know about if you still had the gear. So I do. Yeah, I I I keep all my gear. Um, no matter no matter how old it is, I keep it. Um, because I just think it's like cool to hold on to that kind of like nostalgia aspect, right? Like you don't want to you don't want to throw something away or or sell it or anything like that. You just wanted to hang on to it. So that's kind of what I do with my, my wrestling gear. I hoard it in my, my room in the corner and um, it's like my shrine and my, my shrine to myself. That sounds narcissistic, yeah. but it's true. Yeah. Ryan Dust makes good gear too on WB2K. We got a shout out to him right now. Heck yeah, he does. Ryan Dust made a documentary about me. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that documentary. That documentary was awesome, by the way. That that was all all in Ryan's editing. I just sat here and answered his questions. Ryan Dust gives good advice also, so such a good guy, you know? Yeah, Ryan Dust. Let's give it up for Ryan Dust, everybody. Ryan Dust, man, the chat, man. Yeah, and he did your entrance, too. Don't forget that one, too. That's true. That's true. He made my entrance. He, you know, no, your actual entrance at BPW. Oh, like he he announced me. Yeah, he announced yeah. Your, he announced your entrance that one time. Yes, know? he did. The, yes, he did. That was so that was so awesome. Yeah. Happy Shout to happy to, to let him do that. Happy to let him do that. He cheap plug, cheap plug right there. The vlogging champion up, up on, on YouTube, YouTube now. now. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, speaking also back to YouTube, I just want to say. Uh, thanks for actually putting that clip from our interview in one. I think it was in one of your shorts, by the way. Yeah, it probably was. It probably was. I, um, yeah, I like to, I like to use, um, I like to use shorts for sure. Yeah. And and the, my first interview solo was actually with you, actually. I think it yeah. was the night after, it was actually the night after you won the, the, the rumble, the, the, what was it the VPW Rumble? Oh, the, the gold, okay. The Gold Rush Rumble when you yes, won the Gold Rush Rumble. Yes, I was in. I was in my pink gear, and I yes, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you just you you were just yelling at everyone that that night, man. You were all fired up. You're like, yeah, let's do this right now, <laughs> dude. I was ready to. I was ready to win the. I was ready to win the title right then and there. They should have just made. They should have just had a money in the bank right there, man. You should have just. Just gave it to you right there. It's like enough, I came in at I think it was number four, and I was you know out the entire time. Um, and I won, and I won, and they still made me go through Kochi. Not a problem. Not a problem. You retired him. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. So we got VPW uh, this Saturday, right? So yeah. What uh, What match are you going to be in? I'm sorry. I'm uh, managing the Even Stevens. Even Stevens, the this Saturday. World, you you wouldn't know what match they're in, by the way, because BPW never promotes them, so I, I don't uh, blame you for not knowing. 
they're wrestling uh, two two jabrones that they're going to beat. I'm not worried about it. I'm not concerned. Uh, we are the world tag team champions of Victory Pro Wrestling. We are the greatest team to ever step through a curtain at Victory Pro Wrestling. So uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna you know uh, take care of business. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Johnny Collins. See Johnny Collins manage the Eve and Stevens this Saturday in Bayshore, New York. Tickets are on sale now. So yes, they are. What is it? it's VPW ticks, right? Or Eventbrite. I think you could just go right to the, the Victory Pro Wrestling website. And get, get which your is, tickets now. Yeah, it's literally just victoryprowrestling.com, vpw.com. Um I mean I mean they're gonna sell it anyway because Johnny Collins is on the card. So there you go. He's just gonna be there. So there you go. <laughs> oh, you flattery kind, sir. <laughs> so John, do you have anything else coming up or uh um, I, you know, there's the, uh, championship entertainment theater every Friday night. Never know when I'll be there. Um, I have an open invitation every Friday night to, to be there. It's just, um, whether or not I have prior commitments or not. Uh, there's that, you know, there's my YouTube channel that I stay busy with. Um, what else? I don't know. That's, that's kind of about it. Really YouTube wrestling some acting here or there that's about it it's like don't forget to sponsor johnny <laughs> yeah somebody's gonna sponsor me heck yeah ryan you're gonna do it you have the money to sponsor johnny there you go ryan hey, do, right? we do, that? do we do we sponsor people i don't know do it do, do they sponsor people in vpw i don't know no definitely not in vpw they don't have the budget for that <laughs> Johnny's Johnny's too expensive. There you go. Oh, exactly. <laughs> but but anyway, so you'll be at Ch- Championship Wrestling Entertainment VPW, maybe Championship maybe this week, right? V- um, VPW de- definitely, right? Definitely VPW. I don't think Championship Entertainment this week. Um, possibly the week after. You know, never, awesome. never, say never, never know when JC is going to kind of bust through the curtain um, and strut my way down the aisle. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You know, you can find me on YouTube. I like to say that my home is on the tube of you. <laughs> it's the tube of you. Yeah, there you go. The tube of you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so anyway. Thank you, Johnny, so much for coming on the podcast. It was long overdue. I'm Dude, the Metal Geek. That's Johnny Collins. Yeah, yeah, I will yeah. see you in the next one. <laughs>